0: Hello everybody. I hope you enjoy Nia Han. Nia is from Brazil originally, then she lived in California for years and ended up here in Wisconsin. She has an amazing personality. She's hilarious. Our talk was great. We talked a lot about business and we kind of went all over the place and it was our longest podcast to date at the time. It was around an hour and a half and it was very fun, I think you'll enjoy it. Nia owns Whisk and Arrow Sugar Studio in Appleton, and there's always big changes and updates happening over at Whisk and Arrow, so Five, enjoy. Four, three. What's up friends? What's up friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? Awesome. Welcome to the But Why Not live show on Facebook with Venture Wisconsin. I'm Evan Frymuth here with the world famous Nia Han. <laughs> She's a world traveler, uh, master b- uh, baker. Would you call yeah, it? Yeah, sure, sure. Master everything. So we're going to be talking a little bit about her journey. She owns Whisk and Arrow, which is currently on Wisconsin Avenue in Appleton. If you have any questions throughout now or later, always ask. Always ask the questions. Even if it's not live, we'll try and get those answered. I have Nia's number, so yeah, um, she's busy, but we'll give it we'll give it time in the. Yeah, we'll, you'll find me. you yeah, get a hold of me. For sure. Awesome. So thanks for coming on here and uh, I wanted to start with uh, just kind of well well, why don't you tell us what whisk and Arrow is first? because that's like that's the biggest thing in your life right now other yeah. than your family. Oh, yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> No, I'm not going to tell you what Skinner is so, um, because then we are going to have more people coming to the store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I joke with the clients that go there. Uh, I tell them, you know, you can only tell two people about us. And they're like, ha ha that's funny. I'm like, no, it's serious. <laughs> we are like super swamped. So just pick like your two most favorite people and then tell them about us. That's but awesome. anyways, okay, I'll tell you yeah. guys. So we're just like a little bakery. Um, I call it a sugar studio because we do a couple of different things. We don't do donuts. That's a question we get all the time. Not anymore, not so much anymore, but right when we open. Do you guys sell donuts? Do you have any donuts today? No, we don't have donuts. But if we did, they would be awesome. (laughs) Um, So.
0: What? what, uh, So you guys sell macaroons or macarons? Lots of of macarons, yeah. And then you guys do cookies and like specialty cakes. A lot of
1: cakes, yes. We do a lot of um, cakes and our cakes are kind of fun because you just call the shop and you tell us, hey, um, what do you like? Well, I'm going to do, I should, I should be writing that down for you now because I'm going to be making your cake pretty soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, we we'll have to talk about Can that. we talk about that? Yeah. Like
1: uh, here or no, or is it all secret?
0: No, we can. Um, We, we actually just decided we're going to get married in Florida. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When
1: was the cake designer going to be notified? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that complicates things either. Yeah, or, yeah
1: well. it will. It will. Yeah. But you can have a little cake for share with your family or whatever. Exactly.
0: Here. And we're going to do a party back here, too. Yeah. So.
1: So how it works is you talk to me at the shop and uh, the easiest thing, putting this out there right now, is to walk into the shop and find me in person. Um, Our team has grown from me working by myself to 10 people now. And in a couple of weeks, we'll have 12. Um, It's insane. So we are, you know, we are a new shop. We are a young shop. And when I opened the shop, I had no idea. I was so naive to think that oh, you know, this is going to take a year to take off. Well, it took like six weeks, and I had to hire my first employee. And, um, yeah, so the easiest thing is go in there and find me in person or Mm. give us a call and say, hey, I need to order a cake. Um, Our emails, we are behind on emails probably like a week or two just because there is only so many hands in there. And now we have hired somebody. Kelly is going to be our office extraordinaire. Cool. Um, so hopefully in a couple of weeks, all of that's going to be sorted out and our clients will hear from, from us in a more timely manner. Cool.
0: So you got to come to the source.
1: So if you want a cake, you tell me, um, what do you like? Do you like chocolate? Do you like fruit? We put a lot of fresh fruit inside of cakes, which is kind of awesome. Um,
0: are you asking me right now for, is this the, the interview oh, process? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: What <laughs> do you want? So what do you want in your cake? Let's, pre- let's pretend, uh, let's do a little pretend play here. Um, uh, so what do you guys like?
0: Well, we'll definitely chocolate. Okay, I would say.
1: is that just you or you and your honey? See, okay, I think, think I think we marriage, have to have her here. Man, marriage.
0: Th- I'll just defer to her. We'll, we'll have to. We'll take care of this. We'll, what's we'll, hers we'll is hers, her and her what's in. yours is hers too. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll let her decide that. Um, yeah. So I, I did have a question though. Why? Why did you decide uh, the macaroons and not something like donuts or like w- what's?
1: Um, I think that there's different types of bakery. You know. Uh, and when you do donuts, you can, I mean, you can, I really can do anything I want, I guess, but it, I just, donuts, they were just never my thing. You mm. know, I just never cared for donuts. I mean, I love, I hate chains, okay, but take me to a, to a town where there's a Krispy Kreme
2: mm.
1: and there are a hot donut sign is on. Oh, I'm right in there. You know, <laughs> I'll eat six of those suckers. But um I just don't, I never care for donuts too much. Um i will be doing an episode on our youtube channel we'll talk about that later but Mm -hmm. i will be doing an episode uh with the appleton police department teaching them how to make donuts
0: oh that's fun (laughs) but we
1: will not be selling donuts so i will have to disclaim that like everywhere um but just macarons are just something that i guess the area needed Mm. and it's something that i enjoy making they're very finicky and uh, the kids like them but they're delicious Oh, the kids, the adults, the grandmas, the grandpas—it's <laughs> um, it's it's insane the amount of macarons we sell every week. We were trying to do the math the other day because when we first started,
0: are you are you guys open every day now? You no. only, you're only you still Saturdays only? Uh,
1: no, Wednesdays and Fridays we are open with macarons and fresh cookies, okay. and then Saturdays we have cheesecakes, eclairs, um, carrot cake, which is like another thing too that we can't keep up making.
0: And is it just whatever you want to make at the time? Or well, is there like flagship like products? We or? kind
1: of like have staples and then those staples just kinda like change flavors here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we move into our new location we'll be able to we kinda wanna step up our pastry game our pastry game. Mm-hmm. I am classically trained in French pastry, so I know how to do all those beautiful, intricate desserts you see in magazines and in cookie shows and stuff. Right now we just don't have the time. We're just mm-hmm. so pooped. Uh, one of our girls probably worked 30 hours overtime last week Wow! in one <laughs> week. So that's crazy. It, we're kind of brain dead. You know, we, we mm-hmm. can make the stuff we make deliciously. Um, but right now we don't have the time to be creative. And that's something that I am really looking forward to going to a new space where we are more. Um, we can be more efficient mm-hmm. because we'll have a walking cooler and freezer, all that stuff. Uh, and then we can have enough people there where – me and the other girls that are kind of like the creative, right. you know, minds right. behind the thing can just like, hey, let's sit down for two hours right now and figure out the the desserts for spring or whatever.
0: Make cool things happen. So that's next next That'll year.
1: Come. Next year is going to be uh, we're gonna we're gonna step up our our pastry game for sure.
0: Sweet. So when you first started, when you called it a sugar studio, did you was that your end goal? Is like what you just mentioned? Well, or?
1: it's because you know I. <laughs> I needed a name for the shop, and I kept thinking, like, okay, am I going to call it a bakery? I don't want to call it a bakery. I don't want to call it a patisserie. I don't want to you – no, know, I I kind of like making things up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah then I was, I was like, hey, Sugar Studio. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of, we are artists. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I believe that, you know, hairstylists, uh, even, like, nail people, we all are artists. We just do different types of art, and I didn't want to limit the – what I could fit in there, you know. So Definitely. I think that Sugar Studio kind of, like, embraces everything that you can do with sugar. And, you know, mm-hmm. we want to do more chocolate work, too, because we work with some really good Belgium and French chocolates that we can turn them into really beautiful bonbons and stuff. We just don't have the time now.
0: <laughs> so um, how did you – are you super – like, okay, so how, how did you get into the wedding cake? Because I feel like that's – on the surface, I'm probably wrong, but it seems like – One of the most creative endeavors that that you can I don't know, or maybe that you're doing currently.
1: Mm, um, So that started. I mean, I didn't intend of doing any weddings for years because, like I said, I opened the shop. I didn't have a website figured out. I still don't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't have all the little pieces of paper that I want to put in with every time somebody orders a cake with instructions. So I had a list of a million things that I wanted to get to before. I went into the wedding industry because um, it's a very time-consuming and uh, exhausting industry. I mean, I love mm-hmm. my wedding clients; they're like the sweetest people. Uh, but you know, it's not just somebody calls the shop and goes like, "Hey, I need a cake for twelve people." It's like, "I need a cake for four hundred people delivered to Green Bay." Right. Um, so uh, it just kind of exploded. I have some really, I made some really good connections in the wedding industry with mm. florists. When
0: did you make your first cake? How eh. did
1: that go? at the shop uh, no
0: in your life for a wedding
1: oh for a wedding
0: or or maybe like a creative well see i I
1: i've worked in california with other people before i started my shop so i made cakes there um but here in wisconsin was like six months after i opened the shop i people kept asking hey can you do my wedding can you do my wedding and it got to a point where i was like sure i'll do your wedding (laughs) and now we are booked for the year and we we have i think maybe Ten weddings already booked for next year wow. as far as like Og- um, October mm-hmm. next year goes sweet so um so it's fun, it's fun, but it's it's stressful. think about it you know yeah. you are not even married yet, and think about the stress that goes into planning a wedding and stuff
0: mm-hmm yeah stress, we're going we're money? going down there next week, yeah exactly yeah yeah, it's a big process it is it is' Definitely. It's,
1: it's the most expensive party you'll ever throw, and um, maybe
0: I'm trying to do something with this here so. <laughs> your, cake co- your
1: cake will cost your fortune <laughs> uh, but it is it doesn't matter if you have connections or not you're still going to spend a bunch of money and right that's why I love when I uh, you know my wedding clients come to the shop for a wedding tasting you know and we have mimosas we have coffee we sit in the basement there we stuff our faces with cake mm-hmm. uh, well I don't I don't stuff my face anymore but I used to <laughs> stuff my face with the clients too
0: you get burned out so, yeah oh
1: gosh <laughs> So, you know, we sit down and we have a good time. And oftentimes they go like, oh, Nia, this was so nice. This was the easiest part of the wedding planning. And I want it to be like that because I know how stressful the process is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll see. I don't have to tell you. you see. Like when it's like three months before your wedding, you're going to be like you and your honey, maybe wanted to kill yourselves for like a hot second. And then you want to kill your parents or her parents or the rest of the family because everybody wants to say something. And it's like, Ugh, let them get married. It's their day. Right.
0: That could be stressful. I can yeah. see it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, You'll I'm see. ready for it. You so. see? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um. So, okay. So, how old you? You're an immigrant from yeah. Brazil. Mhm. So you are born in Brazil until you were how old? How did that?
1: I was born there in '85, and uh, when I was 19, I was coming home from school. I was doing my bachelor's already. I was almost graduating. I'm doing my bachelor's and I'm sitting on, uh, this is so like American commercials, it was pretty funny. I'm sitting there in this van because I I went to school like an hour and a half from my house. Mm -hmm. So in Brazil, it's not very common that you move somewhere to go to college, you kind of live with your parents and you get in a van and a bus, you go to school, you come back home. You know, so I'm sitting there and it's like the end of the semester and I'm sitting there and my friends are all passed out because everybody's tired from all the tests and stuff. And then I hear this commercial on TV, and it goes, do you speak English? And I go, are you between the age of 18 and 30? And I'm like, do you like children? (laughs) So there's an American family waiting for you. And I'm like, there is? It was this ad for an agency looking for nannies. Wow. And I was like, well, I speak English. I am the oldest of of all the the cousins. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have experience with children. I'm going to school to be a teacher heck i'm going to the states um so then i had a fiance okay and uh, we had like this wedding planned already we were building a house wow um and i told him i said hey i want to go to the states for a year and i feel so bad the guy was so like supportive yeah honey go to the states we were very like uh, family oriented i mean i, I still like traditional am yeah we right. were very like oh yeah let's get this really good careers going so we can have this good little life and mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, go to the States. And, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never went back. I mean, I go crazy. back now, but. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. crazy.
0: I mean, you were young. What, yeah. So, so nannying brought you there. How long were you a nanny? And, so like, where do you end up? So, I
1: got to Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to tell this story real quick because uh, okay. I love this story. Okay. So, the, how I decided to stay in the States forever was um, I got my first paycheck. $139.05 was my, my paycheck. <laughs> I don't remember if that was weekly or bi-weekly. It had to be weekly. Um, So I went to the bank, and I got $20. And I went to McDonald's, Mm -hmm. and I ordered a number one. I said, oh, I want to have a number one with Coke. Pay, you know, get my change, whatever. And then this girl hands me this cup. She goes like this. Just like that empty cup, right? And I'm like, "Uh, hey, miss, I thought I said I wanted a Coke. And then she goes like this. Points. Right over there. You know? And I look to the side and, oh, gosh, here's a soda machine. Yeah. You know, like little people, near, I got to pick my own soda and I got to pick how much ice I wanted in it. That was freedom. Yeah. And it's so stupid because, like, we take this for granted here in the States. But in Brazil, if you order a Coke, you get your Coke and you drink your Coke and you suck on the ice and that's it
0: whatever you get, you get, you get,
1: you know, and then here I was like, oh, I can have 50% ice. I can have 75% ice. I can have no ice if I want. I can have half Coke, half fricking Fanta if I want. Um, and it's so stupid.
0: That's awesome. I mean, it's a testament to reality really that a lot of people aren't familiar with.
1: Yeah. So I was like, I'm staying in this country forever (laughs) because I'm not leaving this kind of freedom. And it's like I said, it's so it's so stupid. It's so such a little thing, right. but it's things that us Americans, I say as Americans, because now I'm, I, like I'm an American. I've yeah. always been an American at heart. I feel like I was born in the wrong place. Um, <laughs> we take for granted, and it drives me crazy when I hear people complaining about this country.
0: <sighs> yeah. So the soda's is a, a minute example. Obviously, is there any like larger things that you could like that you can remember from from oh, your time well, in Brazil? It, to it's,
1: it's just a, if, even now when I go back to Brazil, I mean I have. So like serious anxiety attacks when I'm there because um, you don't know if you're on the freeway going from A to B, you don't know if you're gonna run over some some freaking nails that somebody put on the road for you to pop a tire so they can rob you. Um, mm. It's not everywhere,
0: sure,
2: but
1: it's definitely way crazier than when I was young and living in Brazil. You know, when I took English classes, I used to go to school in the morning, work in the afternoon, and then at night. Twice a week, I would take English classes. That's how I learned how to speak English. And I was able to leave my house, leave work at 7 o'clock at night to start classes at 7.30. And then at 9 o'clock at night, I could walk home, and it was fine. Like nowadays, you can't do that because you're either going to get robbed, you're going to get kidnapped, you're going to get stabbed if you don't have $5 for the guy that's trying to rob you. Wow. So it's just... it's
0: gone down a little bit?
1: Oh, a little bit? No, a lot bit.
0: Why do you think that is? I'm just curious. I don't really...
1: Brazil is like the country of um, injustice and um,
0: like isn't like Argentina kind of there's a a lot of those down there. Yeah. Yeah. South America.
1: Yeah. And I think it's I think there's some crazy stuff going on with Venezuela right now, too. And I know Colombia is not Mm. any. It's a little better, but it's still kind of crazy. It's cultural. I don't know how to explain it. It's so hard. You know, I don't know if it has something to do with the Spanish and the Portuguese fighting for us back in the day. Or Maybe. It, th- it's cultural. Like, there's this thing we call jeitinho brasileiro. Uh, in Portuguese, it means, like, the Brazilian way. People don't think about community. People don't think about the country as a whole. And they just think about getting ahead on their own and, and yeah. you know, and tripping other people. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you know why are you doing that like yeah. a, an, an example you go to the grocery store in brazil this pisses me off every time <laughs> i go there you go to the grocery store and your bill is a hundred let's say it's a hundred dollars and and 98 cents mm-hmm. you'll never get if you give them a hundred dollars and a 101 dollars you'll never get those two cents back ever they give you candy they give you two pieces of candy cheap candy Oh, we don't have any, any, any coins right now. So here's some candy. Really. So every time I go, like my sister gets so embarrassed. She doesn't want to go places with me because. Does she
0: still live down there? Yeah. Okay.
1: So unfortunately. Are you the
0: only one in your family? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, everybody's in Brazil. So like when they give me candy, I always question them. Mm-hmm. I say, why are you giving me candy? So if I go around and I buy a piece of bread, can I pay with this candy? Oh no, we're short, we're low on coins. In the end of the day, that stupid supermarket has made hundreds of dollars on the change that they're not giving to people. Yep. And there's this complacency where people are just like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to be the one making the deal about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to chew on my candy in the parking lot and get robbed. Wow. And people don't complain. People are just like, okay, let's go barbecue. It's like, no people.
0: That's crazy. They're
1: like, it's, 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 it's very, very weird.
0: Seems like almost like there needs to be some like moral foundation or something. I don't know
1: it's cultural it's all yeah. cultural uh, you know and it's people complain it's, it, we have the same problem here in the states um, I am very sorry for my friends who are teachers nowadays mm-hmm. because I feel like um, it's easier to let the iPad raise your child than, than to actually be a parent oh, and be yeah, present yeah. and it drives me insanely crazy when I go to a restaurant and there's like all the little kids are just like this
0: I know what you're saying
1: it's like put that down and talk to your parents yeah. but it's not the kids fault if the parents are stupid and let the kids do that.
0: Yeah, it's tough.
1: Super judgmental Nia's coming out. Well it's, out it's now, not that tough.
0: I mean it's really not that tough. You just gotta I think boundaries is very important in, in that format. What how how do you plan on on dealing with tech with Sophia?
1: Oh Sophia does not does not know how to even unlock the screen on my phone. That's good. Um, she knows how to like if I unlock my phone and I give it to her, she knows mm-hmm. like what the the YouTube icon looks like because we watch like little right. videos at night but she does not have an ipad that's good Uh, she does not have a phone i mean she's three years old but Mm -hmm. i refuse to let her like she doesn't have a tablet Mm -hmm. um in the car she looks out the window
0: yeah (laughs) right you know just be a kid like i was
1: when i you know when she's super smart and Mm
0: -hmm. so the tech is inevitable i think so like at what at what age do you see yourself like Maybe, I mean, that, I, maybe not giving her yeah, yeah, her yeah. own iPad, yeah, but yeah. maybe maybe yeah. giving computer access Yeah, no, I mean,
1: I don't plan to keep her under a rock, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not my plan, but I think that I let the kids be kids. Um,
0: Definitely. It's weird, too, because I feel like if you, like, let's say Nia goes out and creates a let the kids be kids movement. Let's do it. No, that'd Let's be cool. Do it. I don't have kids. If I had kids, I'd I'd be with you. I'll I'll do it. It'd be people are gonna think I'm weird, though. You know what I mean? Well, be like, well,
1: you can. You yeah. don't have, to have kids to stand for something.
0: No, that's true. That's true. But the funny thing is, if you were to do that, I feel like the only way you could do it it's is through online. social media. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You'd have to start a Facebook group. But I'm an adult, right? Right. I I think right. Yeah. yeah. I am. I think.
1: <laughs> Nobody knows how old I am. Uh, well, I, we yeah we never I finished Sometimes the... I forget. <laughs>
0: We never finished the background.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ended up here at some point being a nanny in Atlanta.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, what brought you to Cali before we get too Um, deep on um, creating activist groups?
1: Yeah. And be so judgmental. (laughs) So I'm not perfect. Sometimes I am judgmental. Okay. And that's fine. Um, Happens. I, uh, I lived with a family in Atlanta and they were so awesome. Uh, and then when my time – while I lived in Atlanta with them, I traveled to, like, New York, all, all over Florida. Um I went so you to are the DC. free spirit. Uh-huh. I, I visited a lot of the East Coast when I lived with them. And then when my contract with them was over, it happened that a friend of mine in Brazil got her visa denied, and she already had everything arranged to go live with this family in Orange County. And she messaged me. She's like, hey, I know your contract's almost over in Atlanta. Do you want to move to California? And I love the family in Atlanta so much and I would had no problem living with them. But like you said, I'm kind of like a free spirit and I wanted mm-hmm. to explore, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, I said bye bye to my family in Atlanta. I Still love them, still kept in touch with ha- them. Are you still? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet. Um, and um not as much as I would like because mm-hmm. life, you right. know. Definitely. I'm but, sure I understand. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, and then I moved to Atlanta to California. I lived in California for about six or seven years.
0: Wow. Did you did you leave the nanny thing at some point?
1: Yes, I, w- I did that for two years.
0: Okay, so then, so um, from from what I'm aware of your history, you tried a lot of different things. Um, yeah. Whether it was journalism, like was there like acting or modeling or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I always I've always loved writing. I'm trying to get back to it. I will get back to it because with the YouTube channel now, I want to have a blog to go along with that. We know what the recipes we share, and mm-hmm. also with some like life stuff, some mom stuff, some you know wife stuff. I don't mind sharing. I'm an oversharer, and I've always been like this. I will never change. <laughs> um, so I want to get back to the writing. And when I started school in Brazil, college, I um, I wanted to do journalism. And Then I listened to my parents for once <laughs> once in my life and uh, for the first time in my life and I actually ended up starting to, um, I did English and uh, literature because I wanted to be like a teacher, an English teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, it's not a, I guess it's not a regret because I nowadays I do what I, what I love doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought I wanted to be a journalist at first because I love reading and writing. Mm-hmm. Then when I moved to California, I tried transferring my credits and they looked at me like, <laughs> um, yeah, you studied English in Brazil yeah that's not gonna count you have to start over oh, so then I was like screw school I don't need okay. school nice. I'm a little bit of a rebel like that so yeah. I know that I'm gonna pay when Sophia is 20 she's like screw school mom I'm not going to school <laughs> then I'm gonna have to be like oh shit I was just like that yeah. too you know
0: <laughs> right you uh, have no ground to stand yeah then, right? no so um so was there any cooking did or baking or did did any of that come through in, in California or where did that did, did the skill even start in Brazil or what? Yeah, where? yes.
1: Okay. I have been doing a lot of, um, I've always did a lot of baking in Brazil. Um, I think that's how I made friends. I was always the one bringing the cake and bringing the chocolates and bringing whatever. My friends would go to my house and they always had to be fed. Yeah. Um,
0: Are you an entertainer? Yeah. always. Oh, yeah. sounds a lot like my oh, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah. mom's an entertainer always yeah i'm always looking at my husband
1: and going like okay yeah we need to renovate this because then we can fit more people here like i want to turn my garage into like this like um cool like lounge pizza oven place you know and my husband's like where are we gonna park in the winter I'm like ah this is wisconsin (laughs) our winter is only six months long we can park outside you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) less shoveling right yeah yeah the car the the car car covers you know i don't know
1: how many square feet yeah um i've always baked i've always cooked and um when i moved to california i did some bartending for money and i love that um and then i did some acting classes with some very talented people
0: did you ever go for it like Um, did you ever get auditions and stuff like that? i
1: did and then after i did maybe like see here's one of my qualities i think i i give up i give up on things like really easily if i if i know they're not the right thing Mm.
0: So I did that.
1: I did the acting thing for maybe like two years. I did acting classes, and those acting classes um, they probably saved my life because I was very depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, your closest friends, some of your closest friends, don't even know that you're suicidal because you just have that you put on that show. Um, right. You know, Hollywood is just all crooked. Yeah. Um, but. Um,
0: and you get in that mindset of. Having, yeah, there's this. I
1: mean, I, I completely every time I hear about an actor that committed suicide, I mean, I know exactly what they went through. Mm-hmm. I could have killed myself six times, you know, and tried a couple times. Thought about a couple times, never never took the jump because I only my apartment was on the fourth floor, and I was like, I'm not gonna if I jump from here, I'm just gonna break my legs, and (laughs) it's not gonna be good.
0: I'm glad you're with us.
1: I'm (laughs) glad too, Uh, but I can totally see like why people commit suicide. Mm. You know, because when you do acting, especially film acting, it's very different from theater, and that's what I did in Brazil. Okay. So when I got into acting in Hollywood, I was like, well, you know, I is
0: it the pressure or like
1: no it's the feelings it's you the demons inside of you because when you're doing theater you're kind of pretending because you're on a stage and you have to project your voice mm-hmm. to the people that are in the last row and you just have to be loud and big and big eyes and big mouth mm-hmm. when you're doing film the camera is like right here so you can't pretend you're sad you have to be sad because if you're mm-hmm. not sad and you're not pulling from the depths of your everything that's fucked up with you yeah. and You're thinking about your childhood traumas and you're thinking about all the times your heart was broken. If you don't pull all that stuff to the surface, the camera cannot capture it. You cannot fake it. Right. So that's why when I hear about this acting, like this actress that committed suicide, Mm -hmm. it messes up with you, man. You have to deal with all those raw things all the time and it gets to a point where it's just, I think, too much to bear. You just don't want to deal with it anymore, you know? Yeah,
0: that makes sense. It's interesting.
1: I wanted to be Nia. So I went to a couple auditions And all those judging.
0: Do you think do you think the acting classes helped you find Nia or were you always like Nia? No,
1: I think I was always Nia. But I think that the acting classes helped me deal with all the mommy issues that I had and all the daddy issues that I had. Because um, my coach was very uh, he was like a psychiatrist, seriously. Mm. Um, And he would uh, everybody hated it when he said uh, if you are doing very well, like during the class, he would stop you and say, Nia, what breaks your heart? everybody dreaded that question because mm. you knew if he asked you what breaks your heart it's because he was going to dig <laughs> you know okay.
0: so he's trying to show you your inspiration
1: he's trying to, to pull I that think, emotion to pull you? from right. you know like uh, yeah. but a
0: psychiatrist would maybe offer like like some sort of uh exit strategy yeah. to rather than just like push the button all the yeah, time yeah yeah you know? i don't know yeah yeah.
1: I've never done therapy. I need it, but I've never done it, so I can't... I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you think the classes um, helped because of, like, the community aspect of it or just, like, having friends in a similar situation or what? Um, you said it, it kind of saved you.
1: Yeah, like I said, I th- no, I think it was more, like, really for me to um, figure out the things that... Like, the traumas that I had to work through from when I was little, you Inter- know? Right, because you had to be... Yeah, like, faced. my parents are... They're divorced nowadays, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I wish they had divorced when I was, like, five years old. Okay, maybe seven because then I would still have my sister. She Mm -hmm. was born when I was seven. But I feel like they were, like, the young couple that got, thought loved each other, and then my Mm -hmm. mom realized my dad was a crazy alcoholic person. And, I mean, my dad is the coolest person, Mm -hmm. Uh, but he has a problem. Right. He's sick. It's hard to live with. It's hard, Mm -hmm. you know, and then my mom, too, has her, you know, her part of, on the guilt of everything, you know, I, in a situation where parents get divorced, there's never a, it's never fifty fifty. I mean, it's never you know like one hundred percent on one and zero on the right. other. So the acting classes helped me kind of like pinpoint like, okay, yeah, this really bothers me. This is you know, it was very very good for me to like figure stuff out in my yeah. brain that I have never had, never had time people, to think about before.
0: Right, a lot of people never confront it. Yeah, you know, we all have our stuff. You know, some yeah. people it's, it's yeah deeper or hurts more or whatever but yeah, that's great
1: so that was awesome
0: do you think that helped shape you moving forward
1: yeah I think so I think that living in Hollywood for a couple of years was you know like I said I went into a couple auditions mm-hmm. and one of those people that have no clue what you are or what you've gone through or where you come from look at you and just go like yeah okay thanks you uh, okay thanks mm-hmm. it's like can I say bad words can I say fuck yeah. you or no yeah why not okay good you <laughs> know look at them and say fuck you who the fuck are you you right. know, can't even open a freaking bag of chips without your, you know, assistance. Right. So I just, that made me realize, like, you know, I like Nia and I don't want to play anybody else. Like, mm-hmm. this is not for me. Theater, one thing. Mm-hmm. Acting, movie acting, a camera, like, no. No, thank you. I applaud my friends that do it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: different game.
1: Completely different monster.
0: It's interesting. I almost, I wonder, like, as you say that, I wonder where music falls in that. Because music is kind of a combination of the two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to go deep. Yeah, you do. In music. And I think you know? that
1: music's kind of like that, too. Because, you know, when you're singing in front of people, I'm assuming, because I have this beautiful yeah. voice. I could be a singer, too, if I wanted. Griff,
0: Griff's actually got a beat on YouTube. He's going to pull it up, and, and we're going to have you. Hopefully. Oh, Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Improvise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh gosh, I, I I sound so bad. Uh, but anyways, uh, I mean, when you're singing, it's kind of like you know, it's not film acting because you know you don't have a camera right on your face, but you have your audience also right well, in front but of you.
0: But the mic's there, right? It's like you, yeah. again, you can't fake it because you you're you to mic. It's like basically the technology removal of. I mean, know, you can fa- right you there. can fake it, but then you you, True. You're, you suck. True. You know? It's not authentic, right? Because
1: people know when you're faking it and when you're not. Right. I think he's trying to show you something there.
0: Is there a question?
1: Oh, shit. Oh, uh, shit.
0: We can do this. We got, uh, you do make good macarons. That's nice of you. That's Jenny Slack. Thank
1: you. Oh, Jenny Slack. Oh, Jenny Slack. You're crazy.
0: Okay, so I think this will be cool to talk on. Jenny asked, how did you come up with Whisk and Arrow? So the name, I, I think. Is this Jenny oh, Slack? Oh, it, it might. Be. Yes, it is it might be the store ID in general but um, i know they represent you and pat but do they have significant meaning I'm thinking arrow, like the words. Yes, yeah, yeah yeah the name yeah uh
1: okay so um i um uh, i had a place in kimberley i ran a restaurant for a year mm. because when i moved to wisconsin a
0: mutual friend actually yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's how we met. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: right. Molly. So when I moved to Wisconsin, I was looking for a kitchen to do my sweets out of. I always refused to bake from home um, for a couple of different reasons. I love money, and I knew that once I started, I wasn't going to stop, and it was going to take over my entire house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, the second reason is um, I l- one of the things I like about the states is it's laws and regulations and I don't think you should be baking cakes and selling them if you have oh, yeah. kittens and pets and, and if you have no clue about sanitation and mm-hmm. what's safe and what's not safe I don't know I'm just yeah. worried about stuff like that is you this know? a
0: more professional yeah way of going I, about it
1: I you know and nowadays the uh, Wisconsin is kind of catching up with the times and there is a food cottage law now where you can bake from home okay uh, I still think that that should be a little bit more regulated Okay. Uh but that's another that's yeah. a whole other hour of Yeah. That. Yeah. That's a whole other hour <laughs> territory. of me. Yeah. <laughs> um but anyway, so I had was I had Molly's and then that was a breakfast and lunch place mm-hmm. that I ran for a year and uh, it was growing just like era. it was just growing kind of crazy and uh, it was too much work as far as I mean, work is fine. Work doesn't mm-hmm. scare me, but I only had seating for like 30 or 40 people. So there's only so much money you could make, and there was only so much room to move things around, and mm-hmm. I wanted to expand. The landlord wasn't really willing to give me any money to expand, and I wasn't going to stick $200,000 into somebody else's building, mm-hmm. so I decided to sell the place. Okay. So I sold it, and the last month that I was there, you know, the clients are like, hey, what are you going to do now? And I was like, well, I'm going to take a break. Maybe I'm going to have a kid, you know, no big deal. Go to Brazil. Little stuff. So. Um, <laughs> And um, but I needed to come up with a name. Mm-hmm. I wanted to c- come up with a name and create a Facebook page so people could find me right and keep in Stay touch along with it. and then That's a good idea. So I was like what am I gonna call my new place? What am I gonna call my new place? whisk and arrow. Uh, I just kind of like how the words roll. I, you know I'm I'm weird with like sounds and things uh, and I'm the whisk and my husband Pat is the arrow because he's a hunter okay a very ethical hunter by the way. Um, does and he hunt
0: only in Wisconsin or does he go, does he take big trips? And well,
1: stuff? he takes trips to Cal- Colorado. Sweet. Uh, he hasn't gotten an elk yet. I th- <laughs> I say it's this <laughs> mythical creature called elk. He'll <laughs> uh, get one. He'll get one. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes out there. hasn't had any luck yet. Um, but, um, so yeah, that's it. That's as simple as that. It's Pat and I. I couldn't do anything I do without my husband. He is kind of like, He rocks it, you know, his super awesome, super awesome husband, super awesome dad, Mm -hmm. um, handyman, Lover, that's awesome. All of it, you know, he's like the total package.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. And he and you two met in California, yeah, for the show. Yeah, how like was that? Um, was that acting days or was that because you moved and then came back?
1: That was bartending days. Oh, okay, that was bartending in a bikini bar days. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) I used to work in this dive bar for like five, six years, and um, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we wore very little clothes. We were clothes. We were always fully clothed, <laughs> but they were little. <laughs> and I always say also, this was like 60 pounds ago. <laughs> and I was doing a little bit of modeling here and there, you know. And um, so, yeah, he was a nice guy from Wisconsin.
0: That's awesome. I actually oh, he's from here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gotcha. from here.
1: I invited him on a date. Okay. Uh,
0: so you were... The forward one. No, just wait, just wait, just wait.
1: (laughs) This bit me right in the ass. (laughs) So I had been making chocolates all day one day. It was a Friday. And I was pooped. And I was a little hot piece of ass, okay? So I had a lot of guys, like, (laughs) wanting to date me. So I just wanted to – and I always had more – it's changed some as I I grew up, but I've always had more guy friends than girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And it's just – I'm kind of like chill. I'm kind of like uh, like right now. I have no makeup on my face, like at all, and mm-hmm. I don't care that I walk out of the house without makeup, and my hair looks like shit. Like I'm just like kind of like <laughs> chill, you know. Good. Like, and some girls are like a lot of like very high maintenance, and yeah. I I'm not like that. And sometimes it's hard for me to relate, you sure. know. So guys are just like guys don't give a crap, right? You know, most guys at least. So I've always had more guy friends than girlfriends. Um, because of that. I think now it's kind of like a 50-50 because I really just don't care what people do with their lives anymore. It doesn't affect me so much anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, I was making chocolates all day, and I'm so tired, but I didn't want to cook. I just wanted to go out and eat. So I started thinking, like, who do I know that's not trying to get on my pants? (laughs) 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 I hope there isn't, like, a bunch of little kids watching this. There shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) If there is...
0: It's okay. I'm Wait, not, you know. Welcome, but not like. We're super graphic. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: So. Uh, there so shouldn't I'm, be. So I'm like, who's not trying to date me right now? Oh, Patrick, that guy from Wisconsin. He's super nice. <laughs> nice. So I, I'm thinking his name on my phone was like, Pat, nice guy from Wisconsin, something like that. Uh-huh. So I invited him for barbecue, and then we went out, and we sat at this bar for Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and I didn't know this, mm-hmm. but he loves cheesecake. Okay. And that day, I had made cheesecake. Okay. And I brought him some, wow. and he's like, "How'd you know I love cheesecake?" I said, "Oh, I didn't know you love cheesecake." <laughs> so first day, right there, boom! I got him like by the stomach, right then and there, and that was wow. eight years ago. And
0: that's awesome.
1: Now we have a kid and a house and a business.
0: I mean, Pat, that's like a dream come true. A pretty girl just bringing cheesecake I know right asking you to hang out that's That's right yeah (laughs) I'm glad it worked out that's awesome
1: I know he's he's so cool and I hadn't known him for a couple years prior so we started hanging out Um, he introduced me to one of his friends and I actually went out with one of his friends really and uh, now I'm I'm thinking his friend is not gonna watch this but (laughs) he says that he had to hook me up with like his dumbest friend so that would make him look good.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> that's so
1: stupid. So, but anyways, so we started hanging out in like September or October. It's a very
0: long-term approach. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's very <laughs> risky. It's a your, very risky approach. Get you with a
0: low-tier friend and then come in. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it, it made him look good. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What if I had fallen from the for the stupid little guy from Oklahoma? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I called him stupid little guy from uh, Oklahoma. Sorry, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> So that's funny. Uh, okay, you he, did share it on your personal page. He wasn't so. stupid. He was yeah. just. Um, it's
0: not right. For not you. my type of guy. That's there you right. go.
1: Uh, just about a foot too short. You'll I have k- to. I, uh, keep dr- I keep just uh, digging the whole bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming big. at Charlie. Uh, Tell
0: okay. You'll have to put a, a picture of your modeling days up in the comments. Oh no, I can't. Video. I can't. No, no. It's illegal. I
1: can't. I can't because then the shop is just gonna get way busier than. <laughs> 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 I'll get there again. I have a friend that tells me that underneath all this lard, there's still a hot girl, you know, but (laughs) I'll get there maybe one day. You know,
0: that's funny. Um, You got to tell us about this YouTube channel. You got to tell us what are you what are you trying to accomplish? I know you have big plans. Um, We had talked one day at the shop about um, you doing some creative stuff like Mm -hmm. you want to do with
1: funny that we talked about that. And Mm -hmm. then it just kind of like you ask for it and it comes. Yep. So so I've always wanted to have a YouTube channel or some sort of channel or some sort of something, but I don't have to tell you how much work it is to edit a video. (laughs) No, you don't have to. You know, shooting a video, like, no problem, so much fun. Here's a mic and whatever, a camera, let's shoot a video. Mm -hmm. Now sit in front of the computer for 16 fucking hours to get three minutes out of, Mm -hmm. you know, something.
0: Yeah, if you want it to be awesome, exactly. So... And I know you... I know you do everything you know bank. my standards
1: yeah. are yeah exactly <laughs> um so um so yeah so one day i put something on facebook something about like hey does anybody have a hundred grand that i can borrow real quick i'll pay back in i don't know how many years and then my friend rachel and i who does marketing and she used to def- she does photography too but uh mostly marketing she sent me a message and said something like hey let's do a youtube channel <laughs> and i'm like okay
0: you get, you get what you put out there. That's awesome.
1: I said, okay, let's do it. Uh, and I'm like, I mean, are you aware of, you know, I mean, she does this stuff so she knows how much work it is. And I'm like, right. that's fine. Um, so what we want to do with it is, as you know, I don't mind talking to people mm-hmm. and I don't mind being like the connector of people, you know. So what I want to do is, it. Uh, it's not like what you do because what you do is a little different. Mm-hmm. But I love your idea of with Adventure Wisconsin. To kind of, like, show people that, yeah, we, this doesn't suck. Right. You know, our area doesn't suck.
0: Hey, as many voices that can yell that from the rooftops.
1: You know, like, it's... We welcome you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... Yes, it's different here. For mm-hmm. example, like, with the pastry scene, you know, Wisconsin is still behind. You know, whatever is happening in California right now with pastry, it's going to get here five years from now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, until you create an new make it genre. It next <laughs> until I make it in yeah. a couple months, you know. <laughs> But unfortunately, right. with certain things, we are behind. Mm-hmm. And we do have this misconception with the young people, you know, like, I was told this in California when I told my friends that I was moving to Wisconsin. They're like, you know, that that's not cool, right? I mean, it's cool to say that you are from Wisconsin, but it's not cool saying that you live in Wisconsin. Like, why? Exactly.
0: Shut up. What do you right. know? You've never been here. I guarantee it. You yeah. know what
1: I'm saying? No, he has. This oh, kid okay. that said that to me, he sure. has. He's actually from here. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but... You know what I'm saying? It's like there's, yeah. there's a lot going on for us. You know, we mm-hmm. have all these beautiful bodies of water. We have this cool mile of music here. We have.
0: Well, the key is, is like if you want to enjoy Wisconsin, you have to, you have to be involved. And then you find other than other than extreme features, like, like extreme, like mountains or like yeah ocean or something. You're not going to climb around mountain. You're not going right. to find that. But there is as much to do. You just have to be in it, yeah. where elsewhere you almost live on the idea that there is stuff to do, but they don't do it because yeah. they're just living on the idea of this great place. Yeah, And then a lot of times people aren't even capitalizing while they're there on the things. Yeah. So what's nice is like the community here is so accessible to tap into Yeah. and you can find that there's even like as much. You know, and yeah.
1: I think that what people don't realize either is it's very nice for you to be able to make certain money, certain amount of money a month. And be able to live in an affordable area. Mm-hmm. The valley is very, very affordable uh, to be able to live here and like, hey, I have this much money to go on a vacation to wherever the heck I want because my mortgage is not $4,000. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. It gives you more freedom to uh, to do whatever. You can create a side hustle. You can yeah. create a business. you yeah. can Yeah. Like the
1: opportunities that I have here as an entrepreneur, I would not have in California. Mm -hmm. There's no way in hell that I would have my own building because, you know, that building is ours, Mm -hmm. that I would have my own building, that I would be able to set my hours. We're only open to retail for, you know, three days a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're there all the time, but we're not always open. Mm -hmm. Um, We would never be able to do that. I would never be able to do that where I lived in Orange County because I wouldn't. Right. You know, so. uh,
0: The barrier to entry is this. Unrealistic. I think,
1: yeah. I think that this is this area is very, very nice for young families. For mm-hmm. um, I see a lot more people moving back here, too. Yeah. You know? Because uh, I feel like back in the day, it was like, oh, I'm 50. I'm moving back to Wisconsin. Now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm 30, and I've had my ki- my first kid. I want to move back to Wisconsin.
0: Mm-hmm. That is kind of the, the typical trajectory. And what's interesting is actually when I first started Venture Wisconsin, um, it was at the tail end of college. And I actually interviewed a bunch of random people, mm-hmm. um, just like people my age, people a couple of years younger. Is there another question? Point. Yeah.
1: Jenny Slack, I'm I'm watching you, girl. <laughs> Don't go digging digging any deeper. <laughs> this is like my headshot from when I lived in, in LA. Oh wow, that's awesome. Jenny Slack has some inside <laughs> info here, so she is uh, digging through my Facebook right now. Jenny, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> Okay, sorry. No, it's So good. you were talking to people right after college? Oh, yeah. College. Well,
0: just listening to young people and, and what they thought about it, and all of them said they wanted to move away, and they want, but they planned on coming back around 30 to yeah. start a family. Yeah. So w- what we're already doing well, I think, is that, but that's like my whole goal with all this is like getting to them before, like maybe when they're like 17, 18, you know, yeah. to 22, yeah. and like show them, hey, like it's happening now. Yeah. You know? Good jobs, affordable exactly. But I really think what people want to see is like hype. What kids want to see is like excitement. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They yeah. want they just want to feel good about it. That's For what sure. that's why that Wisconsin kid in California was yeah. like forget Wisconsin. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, what kind of content though, like do you guys want are you doing cooking shows? I, I see you have tutorials up there right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm fine with the mic. Sure, got it that's now. okay. It's
0: like a tight net like that. Oh, like that. Hmm. No. I would, it's good. It's I would good. just leave it's it. Good yeah. It's we'll good. It's we'll good. do it. Um, I'll get it next time.
1: So, we're going to do recipes. Um, and then we are also going to talk to some cool people in the community. Um, I already have a, uh, an episode that's been shot oh, cool. with uh, with a fireman. Awesome. Um, So, I want to do a little bit of like. Education while connecting people to all these uh, heroes in the community, people that are yeah. doing like a lot of work. And uh, let's say I'm just gonna throw a name out there, um, Harbor House. Mm-hmm. Uh, do people know what Harbor House do? You know what? What do they do there? What do they? What kind of services they offer? Uh, so if I can talk to the the girls at Harbor House. Mm-hmm. Uh, which if they're watching this, hey, girls, I got an idea for an episode. (laughs) 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 You know, if I can talk to the girls at Harbor House and I can help one girl that's in a hard situation to get out of that situation, if I can help one girl, Mm. I've succeeded. Definitely. You know, like the episode that I did with Jeff, who was a fireman for Appleton for 25 years. If I can help one mom or one family get out of a bad situation, Mm. From the you know with the information that they watched on the episode, like I've already succeeded. So I don't have like I don't want to change the world, right? uh, With that, but I want us to, you know, who know who we are in the community and know that you know. Oh, my neighbor is a fireman. My neighbor is a police woman. You know, uh, that's a teacher. That's a special ed teacher. That's uh, you know, these this organization needs more volunteers.
0: It's almost like, that's it's it's beautiful. It's like the phones the phones gave us so much access to like the people that we want to have access to yeah. that it divided general connection. Yeah. This is almost like the new way of like reintroducing that, yeah. you know. And then on top of that, I think I think eventually we're going to come to peace with kind of our addiction, you know, and yeah. it'll become we'll still we'll still use it a lot. Yeah. Like we're never going to like the phone changed everything, but Yeah. Um,
1: I have a serious problem with my phone, and I'm trying to yeah. fix it now because my daughter and my husband deserve more attention. And you know, mm-hmm. it, it's hard because it comes down to
0: attention. That's what. Well, is, yeah. I'm
1: an entrepreneur, and I lead ten people
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a little business that's ever growing. It's very hard for me to go like, okay, oh, this person wants a cake for ten May eleventh. Oh shoot, I have to break their hearts because that's like Mother's Day weekend. They can have that cake. Mm-hmm. Put it down and, and deal with that during normal business hours. Right. But it's hard as an entrepreneur to not mm-hmm. want to take care of that.
0: I totally know what you, you mean. You know.
1: So what I'm doing now is I mean I've I've been having sleeping problems. I've having I've been having like um,
0: jaw like lock jaw. Uh yeah.
1: I don't I don't grind my teeth but I I clench clench them mm-hmm. down. So I'm messing up all my teeth. Mm-hmm. And my dentist said it was stress. I'm like, "Are you crazy, (laughs) Doctor Bay? I'm not stressed." (laughs) And then I walked away from his office. I'm like, "Doctor Bay, you're right. It is stress. (laughs) You know, I I am. I am like, ah, you know." So um, I'm being very mindful. Sometimes during the day, I'll be sitting there just like, Mm
2: -hmm. so
1: I don't clench down. And uh, also, I've made like um, a thing with me now. At night, I go to bed and I leave my phone on my husband's side of the bed Mm -hmm. so if i have to get to it i have to wake him up and climb up over on him so i'm just like he's like the dragon that i can't (laughs) climb over you know so i leave my phone there and i only touch it when the alarm goes off or else it's it's like two in the morning and i'm like oh i need to order this for the shop i need oh, i want to try this new chocolate like no Mm -hmm. but it's It's very hard it's a very hard addiction to break
0: definitely it's this and yeah it's interesting it's it's just like the how everyone's talking about the how bullying is following kids home now, you know. It's like yeah, everyone like not everyone got bullied, but like almost everyone had moments where they were picked on in school. But yeah. now it's following home. Yeah. Same same idea. That's like and, I mean pros and cons to everything. Yeah. obviously. Yeah. But uh,
1: so hopefully with the YouTube channel, you know, it is. We can't live without social media. No. But if I can, you know, if I can try to. Because I really believe that social media divides us more than anything. Mm. It's a constant comparing, you know, my hair to your hair, and my car mm. to your car, and my backyard Whose to your backyard. Whose hair do you think
0: is better? Mine or yours?
1: Let's just do you and your brother. <laughs> I think your brother is, has nicer hair.
0: Really? Um, we're just, we'll we'll <laughs> keep going. Look at growing.
1: that. Look at that. Wow. I don't
0: believe you, but. Well. I mean, I guess like I, shaggy hair like this. I guess I didn't do shaggy-ish. anything, yeah. You know? It's a little more rebellious. I think I think it comes into the rebellious yeah, thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> No, yes. I think
0: I think media, like social media I, I agree, the comparison thing. Um I think it's made so much opportunity for the little person. Not <laughs> little the little like yeah. like me. Like, yeah, like me. Like a local business. I'm a little person. Exactly. Yeah. Um and so i think like you were saying you were just talking about wanting to use your phone less and then you went into youtube but i think doing local meat like local media hasn't found its spot yet mm-hmm. in the in the system yeah because it's i don't know it's corporate dominated to an yeah, extent for sure it's like it's like a, you know I, i'm not gonna like name don't, drop don't, or name, anything. Yeah, yeah. don't name
1: the, the cows
0: no but exactly um I know what you're saying, but but and it's I, catching it, up. People I, are figuring out how to use and it. And
1: I don't want to, you know, I'm I'm not going to be democratic. I'm not going to be Republican. No. I'm not going to be, you know, pro-life. Uh, you're going to be a Nia pro-choice. I'm going to be Nia, and I'm going to fo- be talking in the to Fox people, Valley. Exactly. You know, definitely. Because I think that we have to stop labeling everything. You know, mm-hmm. like just be a good person. It Definitely. costs zero dollars. Be a good person. Help your neighbor. So true. It doesn't matter who they vote for. It doesn't matter if they've had four ab- abortions. It doesn't matter if they have 12 kids. Just mm-hmm. be a good person and Definitely. stop being so judgy. And you know, like the person that was being <laughs> judgy about social media earlier. But that's okay. Add you value know,
0: too, and you can add value just by being a good person. Yeah. You can literally change someone's life. You can change someone's day. Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's I try doing it. I
1: try doing a good deed today. What but did then you I got... By
0: coming on my show? Or? <laughs> that was the second video. <laughs> <you, no. laughs>
1: so I went for lunch with Sophia.
0: Okay.
1: At uh, All Seasons. Uh, I love those people. And mm-hmm. I went for lunch there. And then here comes this bus from... I think I ever heard the lady saying that they were from like... Um, retirement community, something, something, Appleton. It may be like the the grandmas and the grandpas that do... Mm. They're retired and Kind of like a seniors group or something, you know? Sure. So they said, I, I see them all ordering their food, and I'm like, man, they didn't get any beignets. So they sat down to eat, and I ordered them all beignets. It was like, I ordered like six orders for them to share. Mm-hmm. And I told the girl, I said, don't tell them. Just said somebody bought it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Liz threw me under the bus. She's like, yo, this beignets came from that girl over there. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is supposed to be a good deed. Like, don't tell people I did it, you know. Yeah. But I... Want to raise Sophia like that, and if Sophia doesn't want, doesn't see me doing good for people, mm-hmm. I mean, and even if she sees the, me doing good for people, you will see, if you guys ever want to have kids, having a kid is like a lottery. It doesn't matter sometimes how much love you put into those little things; they'll turn into an asshole, mm-hmm. you know. But hopefully, <laughs> if she sees enough good, right. she has a good role model. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing with uh, you know with the YouTube channel. You know, it is social media. I think mm-hmm. it, social media sometimes is the devil, but I want to bring the good out of it, which is anybody can can watch the episode and you know if they're laying in bed ready to go to bed or if they're break at work Mm -hmm. um,
0: or if they maybe they see you in the news (coughs) someday and they go back and they find an episode of or maybe it's that their uncle was on the show or something and 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 it it may it paints a bigger picture of the people in their life too that come on and for sure you know so definitely, I think that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So yeah. what happened was, so we had this episode, we have like, Rachel and I have like a list of, list of episodes that we're going to shoot. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, working our way down. So I wanted to go to the police department and invite the chief to be on the show mm-hmm. and invite him to learn how to make donuts. Super stereotypical that cops like donuts. That's the point. But hey, <laughs> it's the point. Let's have some fun with the donuts, you know? Yeah. So then that was in my my list of episodes. You ask for it and you get it. Just watch. <laughs> so we did the episode with the fireman and the other day we we're at the shop and here comes an Appleton, Appleton uh, Police Department car mm-hmm. rolls into our parking lot. So then we start like, hi, hi, girls. yeah, You hi, you hi. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, yeah. and we, yeah. we are jokers there. Yeah, so yeah. here comes uh, a police officer and one of my clients. And I'm like, Sarah, Sarah, what are you doing here? Why are you with the cop? Are you in trouble? She's like, I work at the police department. I'm like, what? Small world. And then I said to her, I said, well, I'm glad you guys are here because I have an idea that I need to talk to you about. And they're like, well, we need to talk to you about something, too. (laughs) And then they're like, can we do an episode for your YouTube channel? And I'm like, oh, man, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. That's perfect. So It's cool how
0: things come together like that. Yeah, yeah. How can people find the channel? (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, so there's something about YouTube, right, that if you don't have uh, this many followers or whatever, it's not like a public channel or something like that. But if you guys dig around on our Facebook page, Whiskey and Arrow on Facebook. There's a link. There is a link there somewhere mm-hmm. because we've done a couple of videos already. And uh, in the land of YouTube, it would be a great help if you guys subscribed. I hate asking people to subscribe. But that's, but all that's they how they find you, you. That's how you get yeah. stuff out there, you
0: know? Here, I'm going to – Yeah, is there any questions, Griff? Uh, if, anyone has, if, if anyone has any questions, keep those up. Thank you guys for watching as well. Um,
1: oh, hi, Kira. Are you watching me, Kira? Chef Kira <laughs> there? Chef Kira is like um, one of my right hands and my left hands.
0: That's one of your team.
1: Yeah, she is. uh, She is uh, being uh, trained to be the boss pants. When I am uh, vacationing all over the world.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I'm gonna send Griffin here.
1: I have an awesome team. I am very very happy because. um,
0: Prime G what? What's your email? Uh, Oh, I'll send it to myself. It's my computer. Okay, find it. I'm gonna send. We're gonna put a link in the comments, friends. This is gonna be nice.
1: Yeah 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 yeah. Nice and easy. So what happens at the shop is um, I am very lucky, also, that our team is growing very organically. Um,
0: you gotta go to Gmail. you yeah. got it? You got a Griffin? He's got it.
1: I love that name, Griffin.
0: <laughs> My mom would love, love to hear that. I'm yeah. sure she's probably watching. What's up, Mom? How you doing? Hi, Mom.
1: <laughs> hey, Mom, let's throw a party. <laughs> yeah. She will too. Um, I was telling about, I was was talking about my team. Um,
0: Yeah. So when you say grow organically, do they find you or do you put out job postings? They just
1: message me. I put a job posting out once. Mm -hmm. Get uh, the ball rolling. We got like maybe (laughs) 20, 30 uh, resumes. Um, And I talked to a couple of the people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I find that the people that actually come to the shop, um, we get. Just messages like, "Hey, I want to work. I want to work with you guys," Mm -hmm. and uh, we give those people a chance, and that's kind of like how we're growing our team. And it's just, it's pretty awesome. That is awesome. We have, uh, yeah, ten people now. Like I said, soon to be twelve. Youngest one is, how old is Elle? Sixteen, I think. (laughs) And then we have a seventeen-year-old, and then we have Mary, who's sixty-five. So it's like
0: you're telling me about Mary last night.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's we have. A very mixed group of people in there. It's pretty awesome.
0: That is awesome. So it used
1: to be a girl only club, and now we have two guys there.
0: Is that Al? Is that one of the sixteen-year-old? Is he one of them?
1: Will. Will. Yeah. Will is seventeen.
0: Yeah. Will. Okay.
1: Sorry. Yes. Will also works at uh, Harmony Pizza. Oh okay. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. So we have Will, that's seventeen, and then we have uh, Frank, who's from uh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> Who also is a great part of the team now. He kind of, uh, poor kid. Poor, he's not a kid. He's 27. Uh, poor guy. We needed a dishwasher hmm. in one week because Mary was sick or Mary was in California or something. And Mary mm-hmm. was like our dish master. Okay. She was sick. And then one of our girls there, Esme, she knew Frank. And, hey, Frank, do you want to come do some dishes today? He's like, sure. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, so do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> okay, be here tomorrow at 7. And the poor thing just got like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just kept coming, huh? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. So he's been there for two months now and learning a lot. So
0: That's awesome. Do you think... Um, this kind of switching gears, I suppose. Do you think uh, you being an immigrant makes you work harder? Because I think, I think there's like this weird thing that's happening right now where the people who work hard are like working harder than ever right now. And yeah. I think the people that don't are like straying away. Yeah. I think it's creating this, this interesting resentment dichotomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's not get into,
1: let's not get into politics, politics too yeah. much, yeah. but, um, uh, I don't know if it has to do with me being an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be because I know like with the soda thing where it's just yeah, like, you yeah. know what I mean? I know one thing I know is for sure because I'm from Brazil, is uh, customer service. Mm -hmm. I feel like the States has a lot to learn. There's a lot of things that are wrong with Brazil, just like how there's things wrong here, right? Mm -hmm. But customer service in Brazil, when you walk into a store in Brazil, you walk in there, it's like, hey, how are you? You're best friends already. And it's like, what what size pants do you wear? Do you like darker? Do you like lighter color? Do you like, how do you like your jeans? Mm -hmm. And then you can just walk straight into a fitting room, and within two minutes, you have 20 pairs of pants to try on, and you don't Mm -hmm. have to do any work. Because I think that in Brazil, people still realize that um, if you don't feel welcome into that store, if you don't feel like you are loved as a client Mm -hmm. and you're valuable as a client, you're not going to come back, Right. especially nowadays, you know, when I feel really, really bad for people that own retail operations, Um, not my type of retail operation because it's different, but people that have like sell T-shirts or sell mugs or sell frames or whatever, you can buy anything and everything mm-hmm. online. In the click of a button, free shipping to your house. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to talk to people. You don't have to get in your car. You don't have to brave the elements like here in Wisconsin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's very, very hard. Everybody's closing down. And I understand. I see why. You know, I see two things. You know, it's, it's very convenient to buy online. And also, people are not getting the service they need. Sometimes you walk into a store here in the States, and it's like you're bothering the people that are there. It's like, No. You know, go wipe the place, you know, go wipe the floor that those people are stepping on because they're, right. they're important for your business. And a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And th- our clients say that a lot, that they feel like they're at home at the shop. and
0: it's awesome.
1: Uh, I mean, we're, th- we're thrilled that people are walking in there and giving us $50 for a cake mm-hmm. and $22 for a dozen cookies that are like the size of an Oreo. Mm-hmm. You know, they're completely worth it because there are a lot of work to make and our ingredients are super good. Mm-hmm. But also... You know, just this that is gratitude. not San Francisco or, or Atlanta or L.A. where mm-hmm. people have, you know, that kind of money to just, you know, it's, right. it's different demographics, you know. Definitely. So we are very, very thrilled. Every time we know, like this Saturday, we had to put a sign on the door that our doors would not be open before 10. Because normally the door is unlocked and people just walk in and we don't mm-hmm. care. But this Saturday, because of Easter, craziness of Easter, right. I had to put a sign on the door. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, our door will walk well, outdoors will be open promptly at 10. Yeah. And at like 9:55 there's a line in wow. the middle of, the, you know.
0: yeah I was awesome. super psyched. Yeah. That come that literally comes down to do you see it as being do you see it as being gratitude or just kind of
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. Every day I go to bed and I every day I do this little prayer thing, you know, where I'm just like I am, like, so grateful, so lucky, so blessed, all those good words. Mm -hmm. I think about them every day because uh, I am very lucky as a business owner that I am in the spot that I am. You know, we just purchased a new building. We're going to be moving locations, expanding the team, expanding our our equipment. And that is not the reality for most people that start a business from scratch. This is not a franchise. I did not get a book on how to run a business. I kind of just did it. You know, and that's mm. one of the things that I always tell people. Also, say yes first, and then figure it out.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> until you can say no, right? <laughs> that's the that's kind of the startup adage. Yeah, is keep saying yes until you can say no. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's awesome. Um, cool. I think. Uh, what time do we got here? Is Sophia awake? You so want to keep talking? So
1: I I have time. I got time.
0: Sweet. What do you What do you do for fun? I'm curious. What do you and Pat do for fun? Do you guys get out anymore?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pat and I, uh, uh, right now, what we do for fun is probably just hanging out with Sophia because she's so crazy. She's Mm. such like little box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get with (laughs) her. The things she she says. Mm -hmm. Um, This morning she woke up saying that there was a ghost in her room with us. So it's like, uh, okay, creepy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, Oh, the ghost is in my room now, mommy, don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got some sage, you know, burning all over
0: the house. Yeah. Um oh, that's Pat
1: horrible. likes shooting his bowl Nice. And um Do
0: you believe in ghosts?
1: Uh yes. Yeah. To a certain extent. I've never okay. seen a ghost, but I've heard things. Okay. Um I don't know. I think that there's a lot that I believe
0: in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do you know? think... Do you I
1: believe in aliens, too. I think there's aliens out there. Really?
0: Like, in, like, 3D, like, flesh form or, oh, like... Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah? Yeah. you think so? Do you think they look like they're bipedal and stuff, or...
1: I mean, think about it, you know, like, how big is... Like, you look up Isn't in the sky, like, how big is it? You know, like, you don't know.
0: Yeah, it goes forever.
1: Um, <laughs> why do we think that we're the only things out there, you know? Definitely. So Have you heard of
0: the Fermi paradox? No, no, That's like me. That's the same concept it's like if there's basically you know trillions of galaxies with trillions of stars yeah there's, there's probably billions of earth-like planets yeah it's like, but where's the life like that's like the question that's yeah. the paradox like yeah there should be like and and the thought is if there's earth-like planets yeah there should be one if if er, if uh an Earth-like planet had the same life process happen yeah, yeah. that brought yeah. us to where we are. Yeah. There's probably one that's a million years ahead of us. Yeah. It's like look where we or, went,
1: or behind,
0: or behind. Right, yeah, right exactly. Right. So it's like if we've if we've come this far in the past hundred years from horses to iPhones and mm-hmm. you know SpaceX and stuff, it's like if someone if some civilization's a million years ahead of us, where are they? Yeah. That's that's the idea yeah. of the Fermi paradox. Yeah. Um,
1: I believe in all that cookie stuff. Yeah, because it's, it's just fun. Like, yeah,
0: it's definitely fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think uh, my theory, though, what I kind of think is, uh, is I don't, I don't know if they would like look the same as us because I yeah. think, I think if something evolved to be able to like travel through space, yeah, like maybe they have to like save space or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe their brains are like huge, or maybe not. Maybe they're little and efficient.
0: Never know, never know. <laughs> if, if we had, if if we had some science degrees, maybe we have a a business degree. Yeah, and I
1: don't have any degree. College I'm just dropout. A, I'm, I'm a college <laughs> dropout, immigrant, mom, woman. I'm all the all the minority cards you can pull. I am, <laughs> so I don't know anything. Who? What do I know? You know?
0: Where Where are you guys gonna go when you can finally breathe with the business? When you finally have all your stuff in, in um, place?
1: I wanna start going to Europe because I never left. Um, I've only been, you know, I'm a U.S. traveler, but I've, I have mm-hmm. not been to Europe yet. Mm-hmm. I just want to go eat my way through Europe, <laughs> starting Portugal and, and go in, you know, making a dent and all the, the pastries and stuff.
0: At um, least you're committed. Like you're committed to the, <laughs> the food. Like, oh yeah oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. you
1: want to see this, that No, I want to see the food. Yeah. I want to see the pastries and the wine and the sausages and the cheeses. And
0: so yeah, are you most interested in like. So you're most interested in, like, like artistic food or just, like, things that are... Good like, food. Okay, so, like, palette pushing kind I, of you stuff. You know,
1: I'm, I can make all the pretty fancy stuff, and mm-hmm. it's just not my thing. I'm kind of, like, accessible. You know, I want something that's super delicious that will blow people's minds, but that doesn't necessarily have to have a bunch of um, fog coming out of it or <laughs> something suspended by something, you know, it's like... yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. I can appreciate it, but it's mm-hmm. just not my thing. Do I want you, the delicious stuff.
0: Right. Do you drink beer?
1: I can drink beer. I, You're more of a wine person. I. I can do whatever. It depends on where I am, who sure. I am with. You know.
0: The reason I ask is because, like, I'm not. I'm not crazy, like educated in in either world. Yeah. But I hear brew, like I hang on. I, we do this biking brewery tour. We oh. have we have five in Oshkosh, one each month. Okay. And we do two in Appleton this year for the first time. Yeah. So I'm around breweries a lot, uh-huh, and I'm talking uh-huh. to the owners and stuff.
1: It's kind of like coffee. You know, there's a lot to to learn about it.
0: Right. Yeah. Wine, beer, coffee. It get, it get, goes deep. Mm-hmm. Um. But one thing I always hear is drinkability, and that kind of makes sense to me. Uh-huh. So I, I want like is that yeah. like. Y- is that kind of it, what it, you're going it, for. Eatability. Yeah, I don't know exactly. If that's word, but. Yeah. Well, I think the con, like the concept of drinkability, means, like, you can you can drink multiple, drink multiple, and it'll just like, yeah, it doesn't have this like one and done kind of yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I'm not. I don't like very hoppy beers, or mm. I like mostly just like wheat beers. Gotcha. You know. But um, do you get
0: crazy adventurous in the food world? like entree Uh, type stuff
1: I can I can yeah but like I'm I'm kind of Polish kind of German my family in Brazil is Polish and German so we do a lot of sausages and all the crazy like blood sausages and stuff Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff uh I don't care how many Michelin stars you have under your belt (laughs) I only eat if my grandma makes it (laughs) or like (laughs) my family makes it okay you know certain things like that um is
0: that a trust thing or a taste thing like you just think maybe (laughs) both
1: (laughs) because i know how it's made i don't know it's just weird it is weird blood sausage yeah
0: yeah um my fiance my fiance is actually from argentina Oh, her her family is and uh they're big on the blood sausage they have to like and he he has to go to like a big city and go to like an argentinian
1: well see when you go to argentina have you been down there no not yet so when you go to Argentina or uh, Uruguay or Paraguay, mm. Paraguay, Uruguay, however you guys say yeah. it here, right? If you go to those places, um, I was in uh, Uruguay or Paraguay, Uruguay, uh, th- almost four years ago, um, and um, weren't
0: they like the first country to legalize marijuana? State I don't know, countrywide. I think I don't they know. were. They were. I think so.
1: They're pretty chill down there.
0: Other than like Amsterdam, obviously. Yeah, but, I don't know. Sorry. I
1: don't know. <laughs> cool. Hmm. Uh, so I'm down, I'm down there, um, and uh, you go to the restaurant and you order uh, this little barbecue thing that they bring to your table. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like a little mini grill that they bring to your table with your meat sitting on top of the coal, and you always get some blood sausage with that. So be careful mm. when you go. <laughs> it th- it may not look like it, and you just oh look at this sausage here. I'm just gonna eat it, and you put it in your mouth. And it's like.
0: Do you not like blood I do, I do. Oh, but like I said, I'm very fam.
1: particular about okay. how it's made and what it tastes like. So Gotcha. That's yeah, fair. It's a family thing.
0: It is good though. So did you have blood sausage? You were recently in Brazil.
1: I didn't have any this time because um I didn't. It was just mm. not the time of the year. It's kinda like you kill a pig in the like in the fall and you know, everything is very it's and we were there like perfect. in the summertime. I had a lot of um Uh, a lot of ice cream and a lot of uh some beer
0: Sophia went with you right yeah what like what did you do with her while you're down there
1: oh she just hung out with family Mm. that's one of the things too that i think that we have to get back in touch with here in the states is learn to value your family a little bit more Mm. um i think that would solve some of our problems that we have you know um Mm
0: -hmm. i think wisconsin's Almost the same way we're insulated from the five years of pastry innovation in California. I think the Midwest is insulated from that a little bit too. But I still think it's headed in a in a bad direction. Yeah, I think overall. that if
1: we had a better better family connections, you know, if you took your kids to see the grand, the grandparents, and if you took the kids to visit the, the great grandparents at the nursing mm-hmm. homes, we would we would eradicate some of the problems that we have with Uh, Some bullying I think we would have Less suicidal teens Because Kids are just lost nowadays Mm -hmm. They're just lost They don't They don't have their parents Their parents are always On the phone And I'm speaking Out of experience I'm always on my phone Sophia Mm -hmm. will say to me Mommy put your phone down When she says that to me It breaks my heart Yeah But I put my phone down Right So the teens are just Kind of floating In this universe Where they have no connection With their parents Because the parents Are too busy working Too busy playing on the phone Mm -hmm. Um, and then in return because the parents are not watching what they're doing they're either being bullied in school or they're the bullies right Um,
0: there is like a hierarchy of connection and I should like I'd I'd be interested to like read on this honestly but I feel like your first line of defense is your family but like if you have that connection then you can have a better connection with the next level which is maybe your secondary family or close friends and then once you, it's like it's like Maslow, Like you need your water and food, and then you need shelter and clothes, and yeah. then you need social, and then you need like fulfillment, and then it's self. Yeah. – you know, it's the same concept. But it's like once you have, if you have some sort of close thing and family, often is should be the the thing for people. So then you can you can pay that back to your yeah, community. That's you know? the
1: thing that that I was. I was very depressed when I came back from Brazil. <laughs> very depressed for like a whole week. I was just hating life. Mm. Because when we just were... Just the recent? Just the recent okay. trip, yeah. When we were in Brazil, we had family on top of us 24-7. It was mm-hmm. either like a cousin visiting or my aunt visiting or... Because mm-hmm. they were so excited that we were home. Mm-hmm. And even if I was just living there, it would still... People are a little extreme as, as far as family goes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows everybody's business. And yes, that's not always ideal but it's uh, how i'm gonna connect with you and how i'm gonna help you Mm -hmm. if i don't know what you're going through if i don't talk to you after school if we don't cook a meal together and you open up you know so Mm -hmm. i come home from the shop sometimes and i'm just so exhausted you know and then Mm -hmm. here comes sophia mommy i want to make dinner with you and i'm just like "Ah, Mm -hmm. i can do this in 10 minutes without you or in 50 minutes with you Mm -hmm. fuck it let's let's take 50 (laughs) minutes to make you know (laughs) scrambled eggs right but uh, (laughs) um But I want her to have that connection with me, mm-hmm. you know that That's awesome. we are cooking together and we're talking and you know she's dumping the whole thing of salt in the food and I have to run <laughs> and get it out and, but
0: actually, interesting. I have a I have a very big family, um, close with a lot of them. My parents both have nine brothers and sisters, nice. and uh, yeah, so we had a big group over for Easter, and I'm very close with um, one of my cousins' kids. And and it occurred to me like, you know how you have those those um like, I don't know they're so small but they're like great memories Mm -hmm. as a kid of like one family member saying one thing for sure. It's like, I it it just came like I just turned twenty five on Saturday. Happy birthday! Thank you. So I'm young, um, but it occurred to me that like those moments, happened in a moment like it was like five minutes yeah and he will probably remember 20 it minutes in 20 years from exactly now. it's like so you taking the extra time to like not just like smile at the kid and trying to get you to chase him around but just yeah. like taking 10 steps at them yeah they might remember that you were this fun you're character the yeah you're the cool uncle, the cousin, because you know. of that 10 seconds mm-hmm. and that eff- it's the effort and the attention though mm-hmm. like well I mean, it really comes down, that's what they want, you know. Like, if I
1: could get away with it, and the girls at the shop sometimes, uh, I'm sure they feel like killing me. If I could get away with it, I would just talk to people all day. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear what they're doing. I want to hear about their dog. I want to hear about their how much their rent has increased. And I mm-hmm. want to hear about their uh, latest, you know, visit to the dentist. Or I really do, you know. I, it's like the barber shop. Yeah. I really uh, don't community. mind the connection. I really don't mind genuinely knowing how my clients are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like we all starve for that nowadays.
2: Definitely. You
1: know, like you don't get that from your family anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Our next place that we're going to move our shop to a a bigger place, we will not have Wi-Fi. And I know that that's not that's not going to be the popular uh, opinion with everybody. But I don't care. I do whatever I want. Um, Sit down and talk to a friend or if you don't want to talk to anybody, sit down and read a book. Mm -hmm. talk to yourself write a journal or just eat some patient just sit there (laughs) without scrolling through Facebook or if Mm -hmm. you want to you're going to do it on your own data you know I don't know I think we have to go back to like real personal connections
0: definitely there has to be balance at the end of the day yeah Um, I actually think I think so many people are overstimulated I think sometimes it's like so I follow people online who give you good advice on like how to Doing what I'm doing successfully, yeah. and they're giving it away for free. Like, Keep that's talking. the idea. I'm just
1: seeing here
0: if there's anything. Uh... Yeah, no, no. So, so you find people that are also listening to these people. It's like, okay, so like Gary Vee is an example. I'm oh, not I sure. Love yeah. yeah, I love You know Gary Vee?
1: I love the episode a couple of weeks ago of the lady going, like, You have to stop saying so many f bombs <laughs> because people are not listening to you. And he's like, I don't f- give a fucking fuck about <laughs> what people f- fucking think about.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. So, but it's interesting when I meet someone who also listens to Gary Vee, and it's like, but they're spending, pro you know, you have to guess they're spending an hour, two hours, three hours a day listening and never doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, amen. Yep. You got That's where the balance comes in. Yeah. There's is, another
1: guy that you should look up. Uh, his name is L. El, Hal uh, Elrod. Okay. And he's the writer of uh, The Miracle Morning. I, and he just came up with a book called The Miracle Equa- Equation. Okay. And he, I think Gary Vee has been on his uh, podcast.
0: That would make sense.
1: But his podcast was, for me as a business owner, was very enlightening, uh, enlightening very educational, and very inspirational because uh, I kind of connect with him in the sense that, you know, what's the purpose of my business? Like, why do I have this business? It really is not just to make money. I mean, of course, I have to cash the checks of my employees. I have to pay for my utilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know when I'm going to get a paycheck out of there because our business is just growing so fast. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about that part. Uh, but even though I'm not getting a paycheck out of there yet, mm-hmm. I'm still giving back to the community. So I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid in, like, gratitude mm-hmm. and... in. Does just the feeling of me being able to help the hospital or, or whatever organization that we can help, you know, mm-hmm. it just...
0: That's kind of like the start. It's my payment, you know.
1: Right. But it's... The, he has a couple of episodes that talk about purpose and, like, what's your right. purpose, you know, and that's really... Um,
0: I feel like the more, the more you can define that, the more, like, the more you're going to be able to push through the hard times and the more... also the more perspective you have so that that like if something bad happens you know that it's just a step toward that yeah but do you journal or anything to get like for-purpose development no
1: no I kind of journal in my head a lot (laughs) (laughs) I um, yeah I started Mm. a journal for Sophia um, and I I failed I I have like the first (laughs) couple months of her life journaled and just like hey Sophia today you did this and it was pretty cool And then I kind of failed at that because I just got too overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I would like to start journaling again because I feel like when you think about something and then when you actually write it, that's why I encourage people sometimes that are, you know, need to break up or need to, you know, confront their abusive parents or something. You know, don't say it. Write it. Mm -hmm. Write it. Because when you write something, you're kind of working it on your head before those people can read it.
0: You're bringing it, literally. You know, you delete
1: it, write it again. You know, it's very... Therapeutical. What's that word? Therapeutic. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you literally are bringing it into reality. And yeah, I think I believe in that wholeheartedly. I think yeah. it, it trains your subconscious. I was just talking to someone else about this this weekend, just like how much time we spend on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I don't know I think the key to success is like training that autopilot the best you can and yeah. I think that's why you write things th- yeah. that's why you should at least yeah, yeah for that's sure. why you should um, set goals or yeah. set a purpose yeah because um, that guides that guides you when you're just when you're blanking out and yeah your brain's just you know in creative st- you you obviously are a creative person you know what yeah. I'm talking about yeah um but yeah Oh, I, I go think.
1: there all the time yeah I'm like right here sure. my brain is like 200. <laughs> Yeah. something ahead of me or, you know. Oh, uh, this
0: would be a good idea for a YouTube a YouTube episode. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That
1: happens a lot. Yeah. But you should check that guy out. Guy I will. Out, Elrod. He, has this, he has this little system, you know, where you wake up at 5 in the morning and then for 5 minutes you do this, for 5 minutes you do that. Is you, it
0: 20? Is it 3 groups of 20? Is that it? Because I just, I'll look into it. Yeah, look into it. I'll no, no, no. I think the Miracle okay.
1: Morning is just like a.
0: I'm thinking of Jocko, Willie. It's
1: to set you up for like success for your day. So you have to wake up, you need to meditate for five minutes, and then you need to journal for five minutes or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then you need to set your intentions for the day that you do when you're journaling. Mm -hmm. But it gets you in this routine of success. I've actually
0: been I wake up, I make my bed, I journal. That's a
1: good that's a good uh
0: it literally like Venture Wisconsin like noticeable improvement when I started making my bed. Isn't that isn't that crazy? Nine months ago. Crazy.
1: I'm not gonna start making my bed
0: you're going to wait till
1: I (laughs) I start making my bed and I get any more efficient and crazy. No, I'm going to keep not making my bed for now.
0: (laughs) You really should just, I think it's a peace of mind thing. Yeah. Um, definitely. Another
1: another thing that I heard too mm -hmm. is, um, I have not been able to do this. I'm kind of like a honey badger. Anyways, I'll do whatever. Like (laughs) I will just, I'm kind of like ballsy, but if you're not a ballsy person, um, There's this guy that I heard at podcast that you have to take a cold shower. It doesn't matter if it's the winter time or if it's the summertime. Mm -hmm. You have to wake up in the morning. You have to turn your shower on the freaking coldest setting and just not think about it and jump in. Because psychologically, if you did that during the day...
0: You already did something You already did
1: something that is challenging. So anything else that comes up during the day, you're like, fuck it, I already took a cold shower at five in the morning.
0: It's that like... It's that jump... Isn't that so silly? It is so silly, but it makes sense. It's like... Um so' cause so many people get this idea that they don't want to like cross that comfort threshold yeah that's like nobody that's why grows. they don't
1: nobody grows in comfort. I say exactly. that all, all the time
0: yep that's why that's why people don't talk to people at the supermarket. that's why mm-hmm. people don't mm-hmm. you know tell someone they dropped their you know yeah they dropped their money well, oh I, I'm so annoyed at the grocery store. yeah,
1: people are looking around I'm like, are you looking for the tabasco sauce
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just Yes, them, right. I am.
1: Oh, but it's not here. It's all the way over by the ketchup. It's right. not over here on baking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
0: Oh, you know. mean you mean just like the organization of the store? Or you mean oh, the people there?
1: No, the people that are like looking for things. When I see people struggling to find something, I always jump in, like, Are you mm-hmm. looking for this? Yeah. Oh, what are you looking for? You know? But that's
0: that that's that and I I feel like you're a very open person and like so I think your threshold like you said, I'm ballsy. That's exactly yeah. I mean but but yeah, I actually have been doing the cold shower thing too. Nice, yeah. So yeah, after I after I gratitude and brush my teeth, cold shower, which I actually did back in college. Now,
1: do you brush your teeth before you have breakfast or after?
0: Typically before I'm. S- wrong answer. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to like wait until like 10, 11 before well, I
1: eat. you have oh, okay. So see, kind of like an intermittent? You should, I think you should bra- br- brush your teeth after breakfast.
0: Mm. So I saw, <laughs> you, I mean, you're probably right. Because why are you going
1: <laughs> to brush your teeth before you go to bed? And then sometimes people brush their teeth and then go have breakfast and go to work with dirty teeth. It's like uh, brush your teeth after you eat. But you're if right. you're doing fasting, yes. You're right. If you're, you're, you're right. doing
0: fasting. <laughs> I should brush my teeth again. You're right. Um, if, if my fiance is watching, she's laughing at me now for yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his um ear, his ear. The, the the reason I brought that up um from the beginning uh to to bring it back to like uh Gary V is you need that silence to t- like bring it all the way back to turning the phone off every once in a while you need silence if you're not going to take the benefit from the content you just watched you're not going to use the recipe unless you have the silence to go act and I think that's mm-hmm. where the balance comes in um like even like even on my way to pick up griffin before the show yeah it was kind of like i don't know if it was the weather or what but i didn't have like the most like the most uh like laser focused day i guess and i was like ooh, like where's this show gonna go like i was just like i was kind of stressing about it honestly and i was like i literally think like i should i should not play a podcast i should not listen to music like on the way like i just need to like balance my mind you know what i mean yeah um and then what ended up working actually is I just played, like, we just played some jams on the way down here. And yeah. It got me in the mood. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it worked. But key is balance with the phones. And sure. I, I think it's going to come. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like leadership. Like, I literally think there might be, because like Japan or China, one of the two, did this um, in the early days of smartphones. They had like smartphone addiction camps. Oh, I remember. They do. China I, still does. Yeah. I think something like that, some form of that, whether, and I think some kind of study is going to have to like drive someone to have this like idea, but I think that problem will probably be solved in like a community hands-on way like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's my theory. I don't know. I, I put a lot of blame on parents. I am a parent now, and so I know that I'm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, throwing shade on my own kind, but um, parents need to start being parents again. You mm-hmm. know, the kids don't, the kids can't be at fault. They're doing what their parents are doing. They're, you They're know, I exactly. know that, you know, sometimes I wish that I could just, sometimes I wish I could just give an iPad for Sof- to Sophia and say, hey, Sophia, go sit down mm-hmm. for 15 minutes so I can have a conversation with your dad. I haven't spoken to Pat in three days because it's been so crazy. Can I talk to Pat for 15 minutes? Go away. Mm-hmm. No, mommy, I want to be with you, whatever. <laughs> so... You know, mm-hmm. so it's the same thing. You know, the conversations I have with my friends who are teachers, I feel for them because it, you said something earlier about overstimulation. How do you expect? How do we expect the kids to play on an iPad or on a, on a tablet or on a phone the entire time that they're home, or play video games or watch a, t- a show? How do we expect them to sit down and learn anything in school when there is forty of them or thirty of them in one poor teacher mm-hmm. that has no money for any resources? Like, how is she able, how is she supposed to and expected to compete with all this technology Mm -hmm. where our schools are being defunded, like a lot of programs are being, like, not getting any money, uh, and then at home, we keep buying all this, you know, latest tablets for the kids, and then the school is stuck back in, our educational system is stuck back in the, I don't even know, 50s, (laughs) 60s, right we're still doing the same exact thing and we as people have evolved so much mm-hmm. and our school system still stuck back in the day where everybody's being trained to be a factory worker guess what do we you don't, see, it's not like that anymore
0: mm-hmm. do you see any any hope or are you you're, i guess i don't know of any big like waves going through education in like a good way just gotta hope. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. have any. Honestly, I don't have any hope. I feel really bad for my friends who are teachers, uh, unless we start being parents again, like mm-hmm. real parents, and spending more time with our kids. And you know, I think that us as parents nowadays are trying to be our kids' best friends, mm-hmm. and I think that's the biggest mistake. I'm Definitely. not Sophia's best friend. I'm Sophia's mom, mm-hmm. and if I tell her no, she's not going to do that. She's not going to do that. And if she throws a fit, I'm just going to walk away and she's going to throw a fit and I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a lot of coddling. Coddling? Is that a word? Coddling, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I'm like, like, oh no, don't scream. Don't don't throw a fit. Here's $20. Let's go buy. It. No, right. you're not going to get rewarded for misbehaving.
0: Right. There's and no discipline.
1: It's hard. It's very hard nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for teachers, for parents. Um, I mean, teachers and parents, I don't think they can go in the same category, right? Because we, as parents, they are shouldn't. fucking it up at home and expecting the poor teachers to deal with the kids once mm-hmm. they go to school, you know?
0: Definitely. I thought you were trying to get my attention. We're
1: getting gonna, we're gonna kicked out here. Uh, Griffin's like, I'm hungry. I'm <laughs> gonna, you guys stop yapping about <laughs> all this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just because I like his hair, that's why he's a kid. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. You know how to get out. You, you, work in, you work in the room. You're the only one. Yeah, compliment. That's, that's right, that's right. <laughs> get the producer on your side. Um. Why don't you give give the world a uh, a positive uh, direction, and we'll end on that.
1: Um.
0: How do we How do we lead? How do we uh, How do we get the ball in the end zone, or continue continue hmm. down the the good path?
1: I think, like I said, put your phone down, and and I'm preaching. To, <laughs> I am preaching to myself here now because I'm trying to work on this. You know, put your phone down. Try to get closer to your family, no matter how much they drive you crazy. They are your family. Um, like I said to you earlier, say yes and then figure it out. And then wh- when I said say yes and then you figure it out, you said say yes till you can say no. But it's not exactly the same thing. What I mean is to like get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it. Just say yes, and then you figure out how you're going to get there.
0: The only time you start saying no is once you've said yes enough to where you start to see this picture of where you need to be. True, true, Then you can start saying no to the things that won't get you there. Does that make sense?
1: Well, yeah, but I think we're still we're still in two different. I, because I do say no, and I do say no. You're right? saying,
0: like, jump in the cold shower. That's what yes. you're saying. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying. I agree completely. I'm
1: saying about growing, mm-hmm. about growing and expanding, you know? It's
0: literally opportunity. Look for it take advantage or or ask for
1: it right and it just comes definitely I put a lot of good stuff out there and some people are like oh this is you know it's all just uh, what's that word serendipity Mm -hmm. something like that hey it works you know I put it out there I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and boom it just kind of comes you know Mm -hmm. just be a nice person I guess it all you know be a nice parent be a nice family member be a nice business owner don't treat your employees like shit treat them like you would like somebody to treat you Mm mm-hmm um, you know, your spouse, and I guess that the for everybody, your coworkers, your spouse, your pat,
0: <laughs> your pat. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. Um, so you guys should check out Nia's, uh, YouTube page. Yep. The link should be in the comment somewhere. And like I said, this is the, but why not podcast? We're trying to promote cool people doing cool things. Thank you. Have a good conversations. Yeah. I'm thanks pretty, for coming I'm pretty cool. on. I know. I know. <laughs> Awesome, uh, and also buy some macaroons at Whisk and Arrow. Great place.
1: Don't buy macaroons because we don't have macaroons. Oh. There we have macarons. Macarons. Ah! <laughs> I, just I was like, oh, there. really? <laughs> awesome. Thank
0: it's you, okay. guys. <laughs> Bye, guys.
2: See
0: ya. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Evan frymuth I truly appreciate. You joining us today? Uh, I know you don't have to listen to my podcast, and I appreciate it that you do. And but why not? Our goal really is to talk to interesting people with a connection to Northeast Wisconsin, and really show that there is interesting people from here that live here, that work here, and. Just Um, yeah, we want to build something awesome. We want to turn Northeast Wisconsin into the most interesting place to live in the Midwest. So we appreciate you being a part of that goal. If you are looking for fun things to do, follow Venture Wisconsin, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Venture Wisconsin, Twitter at VW Fox Cities. And check out our events tab on Facebook and check out our website because we put together awesome events and we're always doing fun new stuff. Thanks for listening.